You're listening to the Zombie Survival Podcast, keeping you one step ahead of the living dead. I'm your host, Jeff McCune, and today we're going to be talking about the initial outbreak, the do's and don'ts in dealing with the unexpected anarchy of public panic, and as always, our helpful hints and survival tips on living in an undead world. Pandemic. A pandemic is an epidemic of infectious disease that is spreading through human populations across a large region. For instance, multiple continents or even worldwide. Okay, picture this. A typical zombie is created by a transfer of the virus through saliva or by the infected blood being introduced into the body through an open wound or entrance to the body, like your eyes or mouth. Now, as of this October of 2011, the world has now reached 7 billion people. So, take a single zombie for instance. If it only infected one person every five hours, and then they only infected one person each in the next five hours, and so on and so forth, it would only take less than 22 cycles of this to infect the entire human race. And that's only if each zombie only bit one person every five hours. Now, realistically, the virus would have to find its way across to the other continents. But if a virus were to break out in an airport or something like that, it could very easily make its way across the globe. I'm pretty sure LAX flies to all of them, save for Antarctica, but that's uninhabited. Plus, zombies couldn't last out there anyways. But that's a whole different podcast we'd have to cover later. Now, looking back at the math portion, if a zombie bit one person every five hours, which isn't that hard to fathom, I mean zombies are tireless beings. No sleep, no rest, just constant. I'll spare you from reciting the crazy math that I put into this before finding a simple answer, which I'm sure you'll thank me for. But it would only take 110 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, that is four and a half days to take up the entire human populace. And this is overshooting it, people. By this math, over 10 billion people could be wiped out in that four and a half day spread. Now I bet I have your attention. A lot of people have the mindset of, oh, I don't need to prepare for anything crazy like that. And even if it did happen, it couldn't hurt for me to just go to the store real fast. I'd have plenty of time to run and get supplies. You actually couldn't be more wrong. You see, those 7 billion people, yeah, a large majority of them have the exact same plan. Now, I don't know if you've ever gone to the grocery store on the day before Thanksgiving, but you can imagine what I'm trying to convey here. You know, that last can of cranberry sauce is going to be a bit tougher to fight over when you throw zombies into the mix. Think practical, get tactical. Get yourself set up for success with the pre-built emergency kit, also known as a bug out bag, or a bob for short. It's also been called a get-out-of-dodge bag. Now, in this bag, you should have enough supplies to last 72 hours. That's three days' worth of food, water, and survival supplies, just in case of an emergency, that you could just grab and go, hence the name Bug Out and Get Out of Dodge. I actually have one made and ready just in case something big happens, and I have just seconds to grab and go. A good way to see how well you're prepared is to stop what you're doing. Yes, I mean stop right this second and look around. Where are you? In public? At home? In your car? What's around you? Could you make it in a zombie apocalypse with what is sitting right around you right now? I want you to take the five minute challenge. The next time you're at home, I want you to get a stopwatch and set it for five minutes. And from the second that thing goes off, I want you to run like crazy, gather up supplies, and get out your front door before those five minutes are up. Then I want you to take inventory of all you managed to grab and write it down. Post it on our Facebook page and share it with the world how well you made out. Without cheating and gathering beforehand, most people honestly don't make out with much. But therein lies the key, my friends. You want to cheat the game. Have the stuff pre-organized and ready to go at all times. Okay, so you don't know what to put in a bug out bag. 
Here's a few things that you do not want to be caught without. First and foremost, water. You can die of thirst in a serious threat in as little as three days. Water takes up a lot of space, so if you're wanting to travel light, get yourself some chlorine dioxide water purification tablets or a purifying bottle. They even make a filtering straw that lets you drink straight out of the unsafe water source. But if you can, make sure to boil the water first for maximum safety. Next up is survival food. Many survival guides tell you to have dehydrated foods and power bars. Now those are great, but I prefer canned lima beans or peas, peaches, pineapples, that sort of stuff because they have a lot of nutrients in them, plus the water content can end up saving your life. Third is going to be fire. You should always make sure to at least have two ways to start a fire. Fire is great to sanitize, cook, heat, and more. I suggest a magnesium fire starter keychain, which is only flammable in its shaving form as well as some waterproof matches. The last thing you need in a zombie apocalypse is to get a cold on a rainy day just because some wet matches kept you from making a fire. Now you're also going to want a knife. A knife is just as useful as a fire. Get yourself a good blade or even a multi-tool. You know those crazy fold-out pliers with a Swiss Army knife appeal featuring a dozen handy dandy gadgets to help you when you need it most. Now the last thing I'm going to suggest for your bug out bag is a first aid kit. Sure, if one of those Zed heads sink their teeth into you, a band-aid's not really going to cut it. But, just because zombies are a huge problem doesn't mean all the other diseases and germs have disappeared. Be smart, at least add in a basic first aid kit. Everything else you put in your bug out bag is really up to personal preference. You might also want to have a tarp used for shelter and water gathering, a sleeping bag, rain poncho, road flares. If you have a gun, of course you want to have plenty of extra ammo and even a gun cleaning kit. Now you want to make a bag that caters specifically to you and not just some cookie cutter version that you found online. If you have any special medical needs, make sure to have some emergency medication in there as well. Alright, that does it for this week's episode of The Zombie Survival Podcast. Have something to say? What do you have in your bug out bag? What's your weapon of choice and why? Do you have any zombie questions, helpful hints, or survival tips that you'd like to share? Shoot us an email at thezombiesurvivalpodcast at gmail.com. Or tweet us on Twitter at KillingAZombie. We hope you click that little subscribe button and check out all our future episodes of the Zombie Survival Podcast. And also be sure to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Zombie Survival Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeff McCune, and now you can stay one step ahead of the living dead. Stay breathing, people. We'll see you next time.